Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. Launching a book isn't easy, but it can also launch you into a whole new life. What's important now is that I am a best-selling author and that's awesome. I found my soul on this journey. I found my purpose, you know, in life. In this show, I talk to authors about how they launched and how it took them to the next level. Hi there, you're listening to Launchpad, podcast hosted by me, Anna David, where we talk about uh, books, how to launch them, what they can do for your career. And we are now answering questions. And when I say we, I mean I. So please uh, DM me any questions you have that you would like me to answer about writing. Find me on Instagram at Anna B. David. And with that, I'm going to answer the question, when and how do you come up with a title? So I've talked about this in previous episodes. I did a play-by-play breakdown of how Tim Ferriss launches a book. So I'm just, so go back and listen to that if you want to know more. But his big, his first big book that launched him like crazy, uh, The 4-Hour Workweek, he had all these other titles like Broadband and White Sand, Millionaire Chameleon, Drug Dealing for Fun and Profit. And he bought Google ads to see which of those titles perform better. He even did this crazy experiment where he had a fake cover mocked up and he put it in the Palo Alto borders and he went and um, hid to see which people responded to better. Uh, James Altucher, who is the Wall Street Journal bestselling author of Choose Yourself, uh, has written about how he had all these titles like the Choose Yourself era, Pick Yourself, and Choose Yourself. And he ran Facebook ads, and Choose Yourself came in first by far. I will say that in terms of my, in terms of my own books, uh, my first book, Party Girl, I was very dedicated to that title. I just loved that title. I've talked about that. I talked about this in the Rachel Hollis episode, and I've talked about it before, but. Uh, When my agent was going out to submit it to publishers, she said, ooh, this book called Party Girl just came out. This other book, we have to change the title. And so for the sale, we changed it to the after party. And then that other party girl didn't sell well. So so we were able to change the title back to Party Girl for the release. And that other party girl was written, of course, by Rachel Hollis. So suffice it to say she's gotten over that Um, and in retrospect, I don't really know why I fought for that title. Yes, I love that title, but I think if it had been called the after party, it might have been, it was a a little bit dismissed as, as chiclet. I mean, the New York Post actually said, I invented a new subgenre, chiclet, chiclet with a message. But I think if it hadn't had the title party girl, uh, it might not have been so easy to dismiss in that way. So that is definitely something to think about. Um, My fourth book, which is called Falling for Me, I sold it under the title What I Say I Want. Uh, The the biography of Tom Sizemore that I wrote, I sold it under the title Seizing More, The De-Evolution of Tom Sizemore. 
And it came out, the title I gave it when it came out was By Some Miracle, I Made It Out of There, which is a lot, his like a famous line of his from Saving Private Ryan, and also very much described the experience I had writing that book. Um, a lot of our clients will come in with titles that we will we will revamp. Courtney Friel, who's a newscaster on KTLA, came to us and her book at that time was called Pretty Sobering News. And we changed it to Tonight at 10, Kicking Booze and Breaking News because she hosts the 10 o'clock show. And then we have clients who have a brand. And so if you have a brand already and you are doing your book in order to sort of further support that brand, it should be that name. Uh, We did a book for Alexis Haynes, who has a podcast called Recovering from Reality. So her memoir is called Recovering from Reality. She's in recovery. She's a reality star. Uh, Emily Lynn Paulson, uh, we did a book called Highlight Real. She already had a very popular Instagram called Highlight Real Recovery. And so she knew what her title was going to be. And we, you know, used it and kept it. And it was wonderful. Um, You know, but but I think that a lot of people get committed to a title and they get possibly too attached to it not realizing what the title is for. The title is there so you can draw people in, so you can make an impact. It's it's to draw attention. And then you have a subtitle, you know, because we're talking about nonfiction books, to break down what that title means. And it's a title that is you're only going to understand, the reader will only understand it if they read the book is not a good title. Think about how quickly we make decisions. People have got to know what your book is about uh, to be interested in it. And I also think having titles that are um, that are easy to pronounce. My second book was called Bot. Yes, that is easy pr- to pronounce. But whenever I said, oh, I have this book and it's called Bot, people would think I meant Bot, B-O-T, not B-O-U-G-H-T. I didn't know till it was out that that wasn't a great title. But but titles that are easy to spell, easy to say, easy to pronounce. And it's like you want a title that someone's going to feel, and this sounds a little ridiculous, but proud saying they read. Most books are, we read most books because they're recommended by people we trust. So you want a book that someone's going to to say like, I just read this book. Um, It's called, you know, Daring Greatly. And and, um, so I, I think that you have to think about it. But most of all, you have to be open to changing it. Don't fall too in love with your title. And their keywords are important, which is to say people... You know, Amazon is the third largest search engine in the world. So people go to Amazon and search for a topic. And so you want to have keywords that describe what your book, what's in your book so that they will find it. But I don't think that's that important. I have almost never gone to Amazon and search for a book using a keyword. I've only really done that as research, not as a way to find a book I want to buy. So I don't think that's such an important thing to focus on, but it is something to think about. And that is it. Your answer to when and how do I title a book? And if you want the show notes, which is to say a transcript of this question and this answer, all you have to do is go to launchpadpub.com slash blog slash 336. And that's it. I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining me this week on Launchpad. For more info about the show, go to anadavidpod.com, where you can get links to show notes, 
and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Amazon, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, and all those other places. And speaking of those places, if you got anything out of this show, I can't tell you how much I'd appreciate a rating. And please don't forget, you can also tell your favorite author or entrepreneur friend about this show. Another forget-me-not, my company Launchpad Publishing is available to help industry leaders and those with stories to share at any stage in their publishing journey. Whether that's writing, editing, or publishing, go to launchpadpub.com to find out more. And be sure to tune in next week for next week's episode. And you know, if you subscribe, you never have to worry about missing a show. I'll see you next time.